The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TF Today. And now, on with the show. Yes, yes, y'all. From the new, brand new, spanking new, just sparkling new. For one more day. For the last day. Dave Campbell's Texas Football Headquarters in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there. His brand is a lie. Celebrating his 41st birthday today is Young Jeezy. Ah, <laughs> yes. Is he still young? Mm. Well, 41. Should he just change to Jeezy? What happened? Yeah. Wait, how old is he now? 41. Yeah, you know. I mean, times are changing. You know, Max 41's, on, 41's the new 21? 41's the new 29. Max, you put on for your city. We yeah, know that's you do. I do. I do, absolutely. Whatever and your city is. Those yeah. other dulcet <laughs> tones. What is my city? I don't know. That's yeah. thing. I don't either. <laughs> what do you live in? What do you live in? Someplace in Dallas, undisclosed location. Yeah, TV, TVA. Let's yeah, keep right. it there. Uh, those other dulcet to- tones you hear, ladies and gentlemen, the guru himself. The uh, we need we need a, a like a position for you in the Texas high school football media mafia. What's a good? What's a like, like an underboss? Like <laughs> yeah, a, um, I'm not an underling. Yeah, uh, um, of the Texas high school football media mafia. You know him. You love him. He is Matt Stepp. Hello, Hello, Stepp. How are you, sir? Thank you for quitting your day job to come in. <laughs> well, for an hour, I quit my day job. Uh, I'll be back uh, at about 1 o'clock, boss. Today is Friday, September 28, 2018. <laughs> so we do have a hard out like 1240. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. I, I told him 1245. Like, oh, yeah, 2018, 55 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 631. 631, the number of runs scored by Toby Hara in his illustrious Texas Rangers oh, career. Yeah. That's 11 seasons. Uh, he is eighth all-time in war for te- Texas Rangers history. Boy. So, <laughs> yes. <That's>... So. <laughs> It's a big reflection show, on the Rangers. Big show today. We're <laughs> big show today. We're announcing the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week, the iCoach Inspirational, or I'm sorry, the um, the Dairy Max Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week. We've also got our Midland Spotlight game, and then it's Mailback Friday. We're answering Woo! your questions. Uh, any questions you've got about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, any of those food. things. We'll food. We'll talk food with you. We will absolutely answer your questions. Step actually knows what he's talking about. I'm faking it very well. So... Um, <laughs> Answer the, ask those questions down below on Facebook. We will get to as many as we can. We have a hard out at 1245 because he has a day job, but we will get the, as many questions as you have. Cam. Can I, uh, before we start, Yeah. Can, I, can, we, can we take a peek behind the wall? Yes. Because in our comments right now, mm-hmm. intrepid photographer uh, Samuel DeLeon oh, has, said, has said, hello, gents, which is interesting because, oh, my oh, yeah. There he is. Wow. Oh a photog my God. in the wild. This is so meta. Yeah, this is, we're is. such a, we're yeah. such a weird show. I um, okay, yeah. couple of, <laughs> couple of items of business to get to. First of all, welcome Samuel Daly on. You will see his photos all over the place yeah. uh, on Texas. So Fine work because they're very good. Yes. Um, okay, couple of things. One, shouts to Jeff Fleener. Of the Mesquite Skeeters. Oh, here it is. Boom. Kablamo. Oh, yes. Look at that. Yes. It's nice. It's beautiful. Skeeter Nation. Yeah. Yes. I'm representing. It's actually got the M with the in the Texas uh, yeah. behind it. So it's very nice. Shouts to him. 
Uh, if you send me a shirt size large, I absolutely will wear it on the air. Yeah. So and he sent us an extra one that will go up on the swag it's going wall up on the swag trend. That's how you do it. Fleener's yeah. on top of it. Yeah. Thanks to him. Uh, I need to. Um, I think the rule now is you have to wear that every day. No, okay. You're not allowed to ever not wear it. It's more comfortable than the than tie. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Um, <laughs> and I do need to confront. So, yeah, everything's more comfortable than a straight jacket. Yeah, hat. really. I'm going to be here tonight. I need to, I need to confront uh, Matt Stepp about something. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I wasn't prepared for this. Headline. Police in Georgia are on the lookout for a hotel breakfast bandit. Uh, that, is, that's, that could be me. But I, I will. I, I don't go across state According lines. According to the Georgia. statement from the Dalton Police Department, the primary suspect is a Caucasian male with a thick, dark beard. 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 Wearing a ball a cap. Oh, man. After waltzing into the Holiday Inn Express without checking in the morning of August 25th. The man began his freeloading spree with a stop at the breakfast bar. It's unclear whether he indulges in waffles, breakfast sausages, instant scrambled eggs, or a combination of the, of the above, but a police spokesman told Thrillist that whatever he ate, he definitely ate a lot of it. That sounds like me. I'm telling you. <laughs> that headline came across. I go, how many high school football coaches at clinics and conventions have uh, done that at like the embassy suites? Oh, yeah. Listen. Hey. <laughs> I got nothing but love for that. That's, yeah. that's a power move. Okay. So. Uh, let's get to this first. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, along with Wells Fargo, and in conjunction with the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl, is proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award. Hey, Greg. Yeah? Uh, I don't think you know who the Player of the Week is. Uh, what? Yeah. Oh, it's, no. Yeah. What's going on? We've got a We've got a different Player of the Week. What? Yeah. Really? Yes. Did it change? Yeah. A last-minute voting spree? Last-minute voting spree. Let me see this. Hold on. Okay, yeah. i got to go check it. Okay, well, I'll do... Greg checking. He's literally oh check- my God. checking the data right now. Yeah, it was a race to the finish. I checked it the, like the f- with 45 minutes to go, yeah. and I figured it was yeah. an un- insurmountable lead. Race to the finish. Okay. The the poll stayed up, but I, I counted the votes at noon. We are official. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, along with Wells Fargo and in conjunction with the Academy Sports and Outdoor Texas Bowl, is proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas. Every Monday at noon here on Texas Football Today, we will announce the 10 candidates for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. Voting closes at noon each Friday, right at noon, mm-hmm. with the winner being announced shortly thereafter. So, uh, the week four Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week winner is... Bottom quarterback Tyler Rodriguez. Yeah, man. He threw for 252 yards and seven touchdowns and added 81 yards and a score on the ground. Uh, Tyler Rodriguez from Bonham, the Mr. Texas Football Player a of the late Week. charge. For week four, a very late charge to final yeah. minutes. I thought there was a gap, and I was yeah. like, uh, I don't know. Like, it's, it's, it's close, but it's not that close, yep. right? But a late Fanning charge. County, stand up. Yes. Man. So, um... There you go. Uh, the, so congratulations to all the nominees. Fort Bend Marshall running back Devonna Chain. Uh, Lavernia quarterback Clayton Chadwick. South Oakland defensive end Stephen Parker. Lubbock Trinity Christian wide receiver Daniel Wheeler. West Sabine quarterback and defensive back Dalion Smith. Longview quarterback Haynes King. Rio Hondo quarterback Josiah Ortega. Andrews uh, defensive end Jacob Meckler. And Rivercrest quarterback De- Devin Womack. But a very special congratulations to the week four. Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week. Bonham quarterback Tyler Rodriguez. Very well deserved. 
great crop this week. It was a lot of big numbers. Yes, fantastic. Wow. Um, okay, that's that's something. All right, so there's that. Derry Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Texas football staff will nominate four deserving assistant coaches across the state and let fans decide the winner via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Derry Max Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Year decided at week's end, or season's end, rather. We've got another close race for the week four Derry Max Assistant Coach of the Week, but there can only be one. The week four Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week is I already put it up. Midland Lee Offensive Coordinator Frank Maldonado. Fantastic work by him. Uh, a big week for the Rebels and their big win. Congratulations to all the nominees. Dallas Spruce Defensive Coordinator Jonathan Mallard. Koontz Defensive Coordinator Joe Calhoun. And Frost Offensive Coordinator Matt Metter. But a very special congratulations to the Week 4. Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week. Midland Lee Offensive Coordinator Frank Maldonado. Step, let's stay in Midland. And let's right. talk about the Visit Midland Spotlight Beautiful game Midland. of the week. Beautiful Midland. Uh, Sweetwater visits Midland Greenwood. Sweetwater's off to a tough start so far. 0-4 in second-year coach Ben McGee's young squad is, is tr- trying young. to figure things out. Very young squad. Uh, they take on a Greenwood squad that's, uh, that's, that's got to be feeling good. Uh, they, they got a great win last week over mm-hmm. Seminole. 28-21, mm-hmm. late, a late win over them. Really nice win for Coach uh, Sanderson's squad. Uh, it's a fantastic game out there. So if you're going to head out there uh, to, to Greenwood, make sure you, uh, you see uh, Sweetwater and Greenwood. should be a fun game. And, of course, TexasFootball.com slash Visit Midland. I believe it's TexasFootball.com slash, yeah, Visit Midland. Um, check out. Uh, we've got all these games come up. We've got all sorts of tips on where to eat. Where yeah. to stay, what to do in beautiful Midland out there in the... I know a few places. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Good, good stuff out there, um, including uh, if, if you want to, for example, uh, there's Food Truck Fridays. Mm. Today's Friday. I like food trucks. In the tall city. In Midland's th- called the tall city. Yeah. You know that? Do you know why? Because they have lots of tall buildings. It's very tall. It's very tall. I, for a town that size, they have an, a very, uh, a very nice skyline. A very unusual su- su- yeah. uh, supply of, of tall buildings. Yes. So, uh, make sure you get out there to the Greenwood versus Sweetwater game tonight. Uh, we will have a ton with tons of information at TexasFootball.com slash Visit Midland. Uh, it is our Visit Midland Spotlight Game of the Week presented by Dave Campbell's Texas Football. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. All right. It's Mailbag Friday. We're answering your questions. So throughout the week, you people Gosh. Keep asking us questions about specific games, about specific players, about specific storylines. And we tell you every week. Wait till Friday. Hold your horses. Wait till Friday. Yeah. Well, here we are. It's Friday. It's Mailback Friday. We've got, it's 1214. That means we can go a full half hour oh, man. of questions. And oh, so if you can man. provide questions, we will find the bottom of this well. Okay? <laughs> we will find it. So questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, uh, romance, um, Probably the wrong person to ask about um, that. Um, cars. So those Max questions likes Max. cars. Romance questions for Max. Yes. So sure. all those things. Yeah, I have great advice. Uh, <laughs> if you want to know how bad mums are, you can ask me and I'll tell you. All of those things. I have daughters. I agree. Get to it. Um, so last night we were both at games while we were waiting on Max to get to a couple of uh, yeah. put a couple of questions. I crew out at games last night. You were out at um, what the Dallas Morning News was calling the game of the year. 
Uh, it's, it was a great game. It was a great game. Let's it was a very entertaining game. Yes. It's only week five. Yeah. But it, me and Max saw a great game. Yeah. Ma- man, Max was there. Mm-hmm. They, I know. You know, it was... Sa- they saved the big game for a Max. wild Max appears. Yes, yes, yes. It was a really entertaining game. Mansfield Lakers did a great job. Last second touchdown to win the game. It was it was a thoroughly entertaining ball game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mansfield Lakers really uh, really made an impression. I'll tell you that they 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 kind of announced their presence in Class Six A for sure. It was a gutty gutty win um, for for Lakeridge and you know Desoto Desoto got behind and there was a moment you were in the Slack chat. And, and and to to kind of give you a little bit of insight into how Dave Campbell's Texas football crew works, um, you were Slack chatting and and you said something about, uh oh, is this is this like a red flag here for Desoto? Yeah. Like is this a moment yeah. when when they're going to start to fall apart? But they didn't. They fought. They fought back. They yeah. were down twenty eight sixteen, and I said, oh boy, here we go. And they mm-hmm. hung in there and they they took the lead. You know, this they left Lake Ridge a little bit too much time. Yeah, they did. And and Chandler Rogers made a fantastic throw. <laughs> Dropped a dime when it that counted. Was a great throw. Uh, so we were very, uh, very, very exciting game out there uh, for DeSoto and Lake Ridge. Lived up to the hype. I was at the star. The star. For um, I was at the star for um, Frisco versus Frisco um, Reedy. You were really there for Connie Rosso. I was there for Connie Rosso. <laughs> I introduced myself and Ishmael Johnson were there. We were there yes. for Connie Rosso. Please sponsor us, Connie Rosso. Um, Send pizza every day. And we were. Uh, <laughs> We were. I got to fit in a suit, man. Um, so I, uh, we were there for that for the game at the Star. Um, it was Frisco's homecoming, sadly. Boy, I talked to Frisco Boy, about to get better dr- job scheduling. Get there. Drilled on homecoming. What did you think of Reedy? I mean, I, 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 yeah. I was really impressed with Reedy. What, they passed the eyeball. So test. they were. So here's the thing about it. And I actually I caught up with our good friend Matt Wixon, who now works for FISD. Mm-hmm. I caught up with him for a, for a little bit, and he brought up a great point, and he he kind of echoed what I was thinking, which is. The thing about Reedy is it's not unusual for Frisco to have a great quarterback, for Frisco to have a great quarterback. We've seen them in the past, mm-hmm. and there are other great quarterbacks in, the, in Frisco ISD right now. Josh Foskey is – I don't think he has tools that blow you away, but, man, he is in such complete command of that offense. He's a gamer, too. It is just, just – I'm telling you, that kid, when you need a play, he's like, here it is. Yeah. It's not fancy. It's not – it's not, you know, it's not flashy. He just gets it done. Mm-hmm. The throws are on the money. They're where they need to go. He, like, he's that guy who's just very workmanlike and very machine-like, and it's just like, I'm out here to do my job. It was really impressive to see that. I think that he's, like I said. They're so physical. They're a physical that's team. That's what I was going to get to. Yeah. They're huge. Yes, they passed the eyeball test. For yeah. a Frisco team, that Frisco teams, generally speaking, they kind of, like, they get – Start getting into the playoffs, and then they start getting bodied by somebody, right? They they probably um, uh, they they probably get there and 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 you know third round of the playoffs, they run into a team that can out physical them, mm-hmm. and it's over. They wear down the fourth quarter. I feel like that's what separates this Reedy team. I did not anticipate them being that big they are and that physical. physical. Yeah, I loved Ish's uh, assessment of Michael Ferrara, the running back. Oh, like he he runs like he's getting into a fight on every every yeah. time he runs the ball. He's he runs like he wants to fight you. Yeah, he's like, you want to tackle me? Me? Yeah, Michael Ferrara. Yeah. Like and it then, was it was really impressive. And I love Will Harbor. That guy, short yardage. Uh, Wildcat yep. quarterback, fullback. He's the kicker, kicker. and he's the linebacker. He banged through a forty-seven yarder yeah. that had plenty on it. He is a player. Like he was, it would have been good from sixty. He's a player. It was really impressive. They they certainly passed the eyeball test. 
Frisco, it's it's hard to gauge where Frisco is because remember they were an own ten team last year. They are noticeably better. Yes. Okay. I want to mention that they're noticeably better, but Reedy's on a different level right mm. now, and they totally shut down the running game uh, for Frisco. And once you do that, like that's game over yeah. for them. Yeah. And they started gashing them. I was really impressed. Like I said, the number one thing I was there to see Josh Foskey, and I'm glad I did. But to me, what I came away with was wow, this team is big and physical yeah. and mean. I think I think they're probably the second best team right now in five A Division two region two. I would put them behind behind Alito. Behind Alito, yeah. yeah. They'll probably they would have to see Alito probably in a regional final. It yeah, looks depending like on the bracket breaks, yeah. Um, yeah. Depending on the bracket, but uh-huh. but that's it was. Uh, I I came away. Look, I'm buying. I'm buying the hype. Mm-hmm. Like I'm buying the hype. I was already. You know, we already have them ranked. I do the five A rankings and Dave Campbell's Texas football. I was already moving them up. And now I feel good about it. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm not going to jump them up and, and you know to number one or something, but I will tell you that they certainly passed the test for me. Max, right, does anybody ready? have any questions about football? So many freaking questions. Oh boy. Um, kind of a. We're going to start. Uh, you also have one in the can from Aaron Flynn that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron asked that on Twitter. Uh, we'll get to that one after this one. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, this, I need to find that. Yeah. Um, Todd Gleaton asks, hey, Matt, quite a game you attended last night. Do you know if the Stephenville quarterback is out for the year? Someone in our comments says six to eight weeks. I don't know if you've heard anything, Matt. Yeah, yet. I know he got hurt last week against yeah. Heritage, yeah. which would explain uh, Stephenville struggling a little bit on offense right. uh, last week. Yeah. Um, I've heard I, I, I've heard he'll be back, but it, it will be a little while. Yeah. I've kinda heard, I, I didn't hear a, six, a specific six to eight week time frame, right. but I, I did hear he'd be out. And then... Following that up, time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, following that up, Anthony Hill, who I think is the one who told us how long he's out. Stevenville drops a last-minute heartbreaker last week, looking for a V over week, uh, a victory this week over Georgetown. Thoughts? Tough with that with a new yeah, quarterback. Tough with a new yeah, quarterback. And, he's and, had the whole week to get ready, though. You know, this Georgetown team's interesting. Georgetown's pretty good. They're pretty good. They 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 kind of look like that vintage Georgetown team where the defense is kind of leading the way and the offense is, is good but not kind of overwhelming. Um, I don't know. I, I think I picked Stephenville. I don't think I knew about the quarterback situation, so yeah. I may have flipped my pick if I'd known that. But it's interesting. I, I lean to Georgetown just a little bit. I think they're they're going to be a little bit bigger, a little bit more physical mm-hmm. uh, up front, and a little bit deeper than Stephenville. But but going into Stephenville and getting a win is going to be tough for them. Be but they impressive. but Georgetown went to Abilene Wiley and blew Abilene Wiley out. So so Aaron used to Aaron Flynn. As I with this knife for some reason as that's, I bring up the name Aaron Flynn. Yeah, that's um, odd. What did he do to I don't you? Know, it's just, just here. Or she. I don't um, know if Aaron's a guy or girl. That's a guy. Okay. Um, it's our Oregon friend. Okay. He asked, uh, did I miss y'all talking about the blowout at Steele versus Judson this week? Um, and I did ask Craig Way about it, but I feel like we should probably kick it around. Um, like Judson kind of, look, they, I think they proved themselves to yes. be like the, the bell cow still of San Antonio. Yeah. And the, Mike Chandler, their quarterback, that's such a game changer for them, mm-hmm. and that's such a game changer for them because they were going to have to run what sincere McCormick there. Yeah, they're going to have to run sincere and kind of do some weird offensive Wild stuff. Wildcatties types up, but now yeah. they can move him around mm-hmm. and where he is so valuable, not as a running back and not as a receiver, but as everything. Yes, as the guy you have to keep your eye on on all plays, and so that makes him very valuable. The defense is is good, and I think it's getting better, especially in the back the back seven. Yeah. Um, we knew the front was going to be really dangerous, and it is. To me, yeah, I mean, look, I don't uh, right now. They're still behind Lake Travis in Region Four, but yep. I but I I also think that they are right there, and yeah. I, I'm, I'm right now. Look, if you ask me, if in a Lake Travis Converse Jetson, which may meet what third round. Something like that? Yeah, the, the district changed a little bit. I think they'd be... Let me see. Would it be third, or is that still Valley Week? 
Yeah, third's you know, Valley Week. So yeah, it, sorry, it, it, it'd be, be two or four. It'd be two or four. Yeah. For, for me, uh, I was I had some concerns about Judson after the Wagner game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're alleviated uh, significantly now. Yeah, that after, Wagner game. after beating Steele and beating him, beating him pretty handily. I'm a little feel a little better about. Justin so they play. They go to a quarterfinal. That's where the okay. original finals where they so play like Travis. Yeah. And so if you're talking about like Travis, like a run there for for Judson, you'd have to run through whoever you you get get through. Leading up there, and then in consecutive weeks, you would probably play Lake Travis, Galena Park North Shore, or Katy, and Allen. or any or somebody else. And Allen or Duncanville. And Allen or Duncanville. Good luck. Yeah, so that's a gauntlet. Yeah, I, I apologize because I'm trying to get all these questions mm-hmm. down. Did we address Wagner in that question? Um, I th- Aaron Flynn's question ultimately comes down to: They almost beat a really good team that's bigger than them. Yeah. Does that mean that they should be ranked higher? So here's so, and that's a great question. Let's talk about um, let's talk about that. The computer rankings love Wagner. Our computer rankings love Wagner. The, our computer rankings, and, and you should become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football mm, Insider. See those rankings. <laughs> see all the rankings. Mm. Um, but I will reveal this: they are a uh, they are right now uh, number eleven in five A Division one. They're right on the cusp. And I will tell you, as the guy who does the human rankings, they are they should if they don't beat Edison, like this is not like not <laughs> not non discussion. But they're going to be they the next the next spot that opens up is theirs for me. Um, now and that I think could change the, because Shadow Creek, if they beat Angleton, that's what I'm going to start buying mm, in, and I might jump put in. them in there. I, I will say, regardless of if they're ranked in the top ten, I think Wagner's the clear favorite in five A region, one, region I think four, division I think that's one. True. I think they've established. I, that. I think regardless of they're, if they're in the top ten, I think they they are the number one team in region four for sure. More than more than our guest yesterday, Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial. I would if Wagner and Veterans Memorial played right now, straight up, I would take Wagner. Okay, okay, I. Would, not, I, I don't know yet. if I agree. I don't think I'm there, there yet. yet. Yeah, I don't think I'm there I'll take yet. Wagner. But I, th- I think I think I do think Wagner's special. I think though. Corpus is going to face more tougher opponents in district play. Might be a little bit more prepared. Yeah, Wagner's by the time district's the time not comes. great. And that's not Wagner's fault. No, no. But no Wagner's you, district is not great. It is. Yeah. What it is. So that's I, I. I do think you're right. I do think we're probably careening towards. I don't know how it would break down. A Wagner. Um, I think we said, I think Wagner and Vets would play in the, in the quarterfinals. That's exactly where they would because Vets would avoid that tougher side. Right, and that's why that Flower Bluff Vets game is so huge. Is because now Veterans Memorial now Flower Bluff has to run through southwest they have to run through the, a good valley the, team the dirty side quote unquote the dirty side of the bracket that's exactly the right the cleaner side yeah. of the brackets the vet side that's exactly right they're gonna have to they're gonna have to really fight a lot, a lot more potholes yeah what's next max yeah, ruben rios has a very important question will mm-hmm. there ever be a support your local mediocre internet show shirt on the wall anywhere wow mm, it's not a bad question would uh, yeah you know what like we need to throw this out there what we need is we need like a kickstarter <laughs> or like a like we a kickstarter for no, texas football today shirt this most absurd like if crap. you would buy if you would buy a texas football today shirt we will get them designed and like because we probably can't this do sounds it. like more work for max though yeah i, I would spearhead <laughs> it i'll take i'll take the all right i'll take i'll take you're on record i'll, right. I'll take okay. the, the, record. the lead on that all right but like i would um I, yeah, I would. Okay, I would. I, I think that because the thing is, the way that works is that we would need to have like X number of people commit to buying them, and then we'd have to because then, yeah. then we can get a break on the yeah. shirts. We don't want to lose money, on and this we don't thing. want to win. <laughs> you guys aren't that special. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. So uh, yeah, uh, let me tool around with that this week and see what I can find. Fair enough. Yeah, you know what am I going to do? Hang on, fair my life. Fair enough. <laughs> um, What's she got going on? Hey. Nothing. Quit. Quit sidetracking. Uh, Tony Blaylock says Houston Chavez 
DC Tef's number six in 18-6A beat Houston Westside. DC yes, Tef's number did. four in 18-6A last night, 29-22. Does this change your picks in 18-6A? I mean, it has to. It has to. Right? I mean, it has basically, to, yeah. it creates um, that shift between four and six. I mean, Westside was, I thought, the second best team in that district um, with behind Lamar. Like Lamar and then probably Heights. Yeah, Heights and Bel Air. Mm-hmm. You know, typically Heights and Bel Air kind of have been been right there behind. I mean, Lamar's clearly number one. To me, all that does Mud- is muddies up the middle. That's the thing. Is that's going to make it really muddies up the middle um, because it used to, you could really make some clear cut adjustments there and say, all right, I think that this is going to be one, this is going to be two, this is going to be three, this is going to be four. Now, I still think Lamar's the class of that district, but now two through about. Five. Start getting into. You may start five tiebreaker scenarios because not going to get in there. Teams may so, start beating yeah. each other. So now it's West. So now Westside Heights, Bel Air, and Chavez are now kind of scrapping mm-hmm. for three playoff spots. Uh, yeah, it just makes things more. It, it's going to make every game a lot more critical because whenever it follows like a normal path, it's like the best team beats everybody, and the second best team one beats team's everybody. One team six and zero. Oh, yes. One team's five and one. One team's four and two. Now that opens up the possibility that we have a lot of like three teams at three and three, three, three. or something. Exactly, yeah. mm-hmm. and that would make things very odd. So yeah, start calling. That's, and all it takes is that one game like mm-hmm. this, and so suddenly Chavez. Um, you know, kind of muddies the water. They're in the mix, though. I mean, that's a big win for the for Lobos, sure. huge, for the huge, Blue Dogs. Huge big win for them. Mm-hmm. What's next, Max? All right. Uh, Do you have three thousand kids in that school? <laughs> Chavez? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, a lot. Yeah. Three thousand fifty-two. That's crazy. Uh, big school. Yeah, that's a big high school. Brandon Ishii asks, "What are your thoughts on Argyle versus Liberty Ilo?" Uh, so I've I've been impressed with Liberty Ilo. I think that they're a team that is. Um, well, their non-district schedule soft. Man, what are they doing over there? Yeah, one and yeah. That's Coach Wells doing. Yeah. One and three. Let's put it this way: our games, like uh, if you want to buy into Liberty Ilo, I'm here for it. The computers love Liberty Ilo. That schedule's brutal, man. The schedule's brutal, and they've and they've hung in most of those games. Mm-hmm. And as a result, the computer really likes them. Um, I just I, I can only show you this because, but this is what they project their final record to be. Is that the most wild ass? final record you've ever seen that one yes i'm telling you the computers really like liberty island insane that would be insane that's what basically they're projecting them to have like seven losses but still go very deep in the playoffs (laughs) like it's a very bizarre situation but yeah um because look it's going to be very it's going to be very interesting to see how this all shakes out because remember when they get into district play pleasant grove gilmer pittsburgh showing some life um, it's going to be dangerous for them. Now, look, they're underdogs tonight against against Argyle. Neutral site game in Sulphur Springs, I believe. Yeah. Argyle is the real deal. I don't feel very I don't feel very shaky going out yeah. on that limb. Hmm. I think that they're the real deal. I think that they are probably the front runner in 4A Division 1, depending on what you think of Carthage. Um, but basically... But I think Liberty Ilo. I think I, mean, I think this will be kind of a par for the course game. I think I think Liberty Ilo will hang in there mm-hmm. for about three quarters, mm-hmm. and then Argyle will will kind of pull away in the fourth, and they'll win. You know, by ten to fourteen points probably. I think it'll be a close game for a while. Liberty Ilo will will show well, but Argyle's just got a little too much. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Argyle's got a little bit too much. They found a way every game. I expect them to find yeah. a way again. What's next, Mix? Oh my god! Sorry, I forgot to turn oh, that man. off. My oh, bad. My oh, bad. Oh, no. Pets' heads things. are falling yeah, off. Yes. The show is the re- the wheels are off. It's all right. Maverick Cassidy asks, "Who wins the battle of the planes, cross planes, or planes?" Also, this needs to be a yearly game. That is not a bad point. That's awesome. 
And um, it's like the weirdest name game of the week. Like, yeah. Because I was thinking, what other places could do it? Like, if you use the word Liberty, you have Liberty Hill versus Liberty Ilo versus Frisco Liberty versus... Um, there's got to be another one that I'm forgetting. Liberty. <laughs> yeah, Liber- Liberty Panthers, yeah. Liberty Panthers. Yeah. Um, you can do that with that. Uh, if you ever want to get into, like, the hills. Oh, my gosh. Cedar Hill heritage. versus Spring Hill or the Heritage. Lots of heritage. Or the Veterans Memorial, yeah. as you heard yesterday, mm-hmm. as, like, goofed on the mascot yeah. for Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial. On the phone with the coach. <sighs> um, By the okay. way, before, he flew with the Blue Angels. Before you answer this, I just have to call it Aaron Flynn. Who just asked the Wagner question again in the comments after we just answered it? Come on, Aaron, um, get it together. Yes, talk to um, Now back, so to, back to the battle. These lines. are both one-loss teams, but these are different one-loss teams. Cross Plains, I think, is a legit one-loss team, um, and Plains is a team that's that's kind of they're still getting their feet underneath them as a program. Yeah, I think Cross Plains rolls. Cross Plains is, is this favorite. might get ugly. Yeah, Cross Plains your favorite. Big win for but Cross Plains. It's fun. It's fun. What's next, Max? Do you have any? <laughs> We've got so many okay. questions. Okay, Are we've you? got get them in. We got fourteen minutes. Hey, you guys got this. You got this. Because uh, I'm here, right? It is. Quinn Riggs fun. wants to know: Did you guys get your tickets for the uh, Permian Los Fresnos game yet? Uh, no, no, no. We're, we didn't. Oh. We're, uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I uh, okay. I won't uh, I won't be able to attend. I think I, uh, if you want my opinion of that game, I think Permian wins pretty comfortably. I think Los Fresnos Fresno. going to Ratliff. Yeah. Los Fresnos is a good team. Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to hang that road trip. going to be tough. Yeah. That's, Piggy- why, that's why I love that Hannah Tesco's game because yeah. it's a neutral site. Yeah. Piggybacking off that, our good friend Tony Venegas asks, who ends up winning more matchups in these district Ooh. clashes between 2 oh. and 32? Little Southwest Conference. I think it's oh. Little Southwest Conference. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Little Southwest Conference. What are there, three games? Right. Yeah. It's five games. Five, five, There's five. Okay. One tonight, four Saturday. I, I think of the, of the Valley teams, I would say – Harlingen on the road against Midland High. Midland High is down. Uh-huh. I think Harlingen, if they can get their get their offense together, mm-hmm. I think they've got a a puncher's chance in that game. And I think uh, San Benito at home against Midland Lee does mm-hmm. um, has a chance. I, I, the Hannah Tascosa game, I, I think Tascosa, we disagree on this. Yeah, I think Tascosa's size is going to wear Hannah down, and I think Tascosa's their skill. I mean, they got Tascosa's got you know. D1 players in the skill spot. I think Hannah's defense is the difference there. I think I'm really intrigued to see Hannah. Hannah's very physical, so I'll be, but I, I just wonder if they can contain the speed of Tesco's. That's probably and that, true. And that funky flex bone offense yes. that, that Coach Plunk runs. Yes. Which works very well. Mm-hmm. But I'll be there. I'll, I'll be tweeting that game Saturday morning, so I'll be interested to see. Yes. And if you're right, I will, I will bow to my sensei, Greg Tepper. Uh-huh. Well, there you go. Max, what's next? Greg? Yeah? We have some controversy on the show. Oh, no. Oh. Okay. We have, do- we have dove into the data. For the player of the week vote. Yes. At the official noon timestamp. Yes. Our website developer says. Yes. That Jacob Meckler. Wow. Of Andrews actually had a narrow lead and he is the player of the week. So we need to apologize. Okay. Okay. We're sorry to Tyler Rodriguez. At Bonham. Okay. We have to apologize. He did not win. Jacob Meckler of Andrews did win. We will be making that announcement on our social media. And we'll talk to... Coach uh, John Fish. Fish. Coach Fish. We'll, we'll talk to Coach Fish and apologize to him uh, yeah. over the phone. But uh, very close. But to be okay. official and accurate, okay. All right. Rebel Melissa, our vice president, has decided we, we are officially going with the timestamp vote. Jacob Meckler are, is your are, winner. Listen, we are not. We, we want to be transparent. We, we apparently did not close the poll until 12.03. Is that right? Very close. Very close? Yes. But in that time is when it switched. Yes. But we, per the rules that I read every single week. Yes. The rules 
Yes. Voting closes each Friday at noon. Yes. As a result. Officially at noon. We never had it that close, though. Never had it that close. Jacob Meckler is your winner. Okay. Congratulations to Andrew's defensive end and linebacker, Jacob Meckler. Your week four, Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week. His there dad will go. be super happy. Let's He's go a good ahead. Guy. Yeah. Do, you, do you need me to? Do you want me to? Like, what we should do is we should run the same read that I did earlier, except I'll just dub over in like monotone. <laughs> that congratulations to Jacob Andrews, <laughs> defensive end linebacker Jacob Meckler. There you go. Do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Done. All right. Back to the questions. More questions. What's More questions. We have. Well, this is actually a good food question, which means you guys right. will totally get sidetracked. Oh Tony Blaylock says, thoughts on Johnny Reb's Dixie Cafe and Hearn asking because I'll be driving through in a couple hours. Have either of you been? No. No. Never been to Hearn. Um, been to Hearn. Don't worry. Ruben no, Re- no, no, that's not true. I've driven through. I've driven through I've Hearn, driven but through I've never seen I've never seen I don't usually stop in Hearn. It's close Actually, enough to College Station where I just eat in College Station. Right. Fair if enough. If you're stopping at Hearn, it's probably because you got pulled over. That's true. The world's <laughs> exactly. worst speed trap is in Hearn. That's true. Uh, don't worry. Ruben Rios is originally from Hearn, and he says it's excellent. Uh, Otis Moody asks, who wins 4A D2 Region 4? 4A D2 Region 4. Hold on. Let me get why? My, let me get my computer brain going. Well, this is the, you know this is the one we have just sort of declared every year. Oh, Cuero's going to win that. Yeah. And then it becomes a bear trap for them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, if if Cuero gets gets everyone on the same page and everyone healthy, I think Cuero. they're, the, they're the most talented team. But Whitting, you know, Whittington's status has been up in the air most of the season. Is he healthy? Is he going to play? Here's, so, here's the thing. Like, I get it, but if it's not Cuero, who is it? Because that's the thing. Do you know you know who it probably is if it's not Cuero? Might be Rockport Fulton. I think that's a good team. Ooh. They are good. That's a good team. They're solid. They're they physical were, team. They were a hipster pick, too, Yeah. Uh, by the way. If it's not them, like, if, if it's not Cuero, you have to talk me into somebody else. And you can maybe talk me into Rockport Fulton. Maybe you could talk me into Orange Grove. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's, Navarro, that's, I, maybe Navarro. Navarro. I would. I would if, if it's not Cuero for me, it's probably Navarro. Yes, that's that's it. Slot so. T is the devil. Yeah, I agree. Slot, Slot T, is, T the is the devil. That's why. By the way, I was texting with an assistant who is playing. They're playing the Slot T this week, and he told me like this is a team that on paper should blow out the other team. But he told me he's like I'm super worried. Yeah, the slot T is a slot T's the devil, man. Yeah, especially on a short week like in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why. Don't you sell your Liberty Hill stock? I'm just no. telling you. Oh, heck They're coming. No. The murder T is coming. Yeah. The murder T is coming. Uh, our good friend Miss Terry Adams showing up in the Facebook comments. We don't see her very often there. She says, "Hi guys, can you ask Greg which c- online cable provider he's using? I can't remember." I oh yeah, when you did your cut the cord thing. Hi. Greg Tepper for YouTube TV. Do you like TV but don't like paying way too much because your wife's pregnant and you have to save up for a bunch of stuff? Your camera's not working, by the way, but the main camera is. There you go. There you go. Check out YouTube TV. There you go. And please sponsor Dave Campbell's Texas there Football. There you go. Who continues the tradition of promoting things and then asking for money after the fact. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, she. I like it a lot. YouTube yeah. TV's great. Yeah, we also owe her that uh, signed uh, copy of uh, the magazine, desk. and uh, she needs to DM me on one of us on Twitter where to send the dang thing because yeah. we've got it. Slide into my DMs. Uh, she mm-hmm. also she also wants an autographed copy of Drive to Five, mm-hmm. my book about the Lake Travis five games in a row thing, and she says more people in LT want it. That's a lie. You're- That's a terrible book. By the way. There is one person here who has written a book, who's a published author, yes. and it's the guy running the board. Yeah, totally yeah. makes sense. I, I it, there. You know what? It reads like the guy running the board wrote it. 
Ah, so, I'm sure it's a lovely yeah, read. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Anyway, our good friend Joseph Oliveris from Super Sentex asks, Cameron versus Troy, could this be one of the best games this week? It's uh, underrated. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a hipster game. That's a hipster game. Yeah, it's a hipster game. I think Yo has Yo has impressed me. I think they're starting to get it together after, after last year, the, the down year that they had. I think Yo has much improved this year. Really impressed by them taking Giddings to the wire. So um, I would take Yo in that game, but I do think it'll be a very very close game against Troy. Uh, believe Troy runs the slot T as well. So anytime you play a slot T team, watch out. But yeah. I, I like Yo. I I like Yo as well. But you're right, Troy's a dangerous team. They are. I do think Yo is is kind of rounding into form. I think we saw that last week mm-hmm. against Giddings. Um, I I think that I'm, I'm, I'm going to see this game, but I think Yo's your favorite. All right. Next question, Jeremy Meredith, Jeremy J Meredith. Uh, if you're going to throw that J in there, I'm going to put it. I'm going to say it. Right, he says, uh, "Who do you think after four weeks is the number one contender in seven five A D one?" And I am not doing the second part of that. That's insane, Jeremy. We're not spending 20 minutes on one question. He okay. says, what is your top 10 in 5AD1 Region 2? No. Oh, gosh. No, man. Sorry. You Dude, get one question. That's too much. But we'll give you the who do you think after four weeks is the number one contender in 75AD1. 75AD1. That's the uh, John Tyler Texas High District, right? I believe that's correct. That's the crazy um, district. Right now, to me, based on what, what I've seen in non-district, I, w- I think Poteet's the favorite. And I think John Tyler is a solid number two. Um, just because John Tyler, John Tyler's played a really brutal schedule. But they got blown out twice, and they blew out Lee. Yeah, so I go John Tyler too, and then after that, mm-hmm. West Mesquite, Texas High, West Mesquite, uh, New McKinney North. Yeah, I, I think yeah. North. I don't feel great about. I don't feel great about any of those three. I feel like I feel. I feel like you're right. I feel like right now the most complete team is Poteet. Yeah, I think Poteet and John Tyler are are one two. Yeah, and then I think after that, those those next three will be compete fighting for those last two spots. Yeah, what's next? Uh. Easton Drotty asks, Huntsville opening district with AM Consolidated tonight. Played College Station pretty good last week. Thoughts? Um, I like Huntsville a lot. Really? Yeah, I like them too. I like yeah. them a lot. I don't know if I like them in this game. I don't like them in this game, yeah. but I like them a lot. Yeah. Um, I think this is the team that's run that, that has, I mean, they have really rounded into form. I think that this is a team with a dangerous defense that can keep them in a lot of games. My question in this game is, and I, I said it on the picks, can they find a way through this A&M consolidated defense? I totally agree. It's the whole game. Yeah, and Consol on offense has got playmakers as well. Yeah, they, the, I mean, they're, they're the two they're, receivers they yeah. have. We, um, we Darby talk, and the other kid. Yeah, we talk a lot about their defense because their defense has been just so suffocating. Caden Fedora at quarterback. Yeah, but the offense has been really solid. Yeah. And and but what could take them to me? What could take them from being like a good team to like a great team is that defense. But I think Huntsville is is yeah. Region Division two, Region three, and five A is is getting pretty deep if you look it's at pretty it. Pretty salty with Crosby, Manville, Fort Bend, Marshall, Huntsville, and Consolidated. Mm-hmm. It's a good group of teams. It's suddenly, and Nederland. Yeah. Yep. I mean, did you mention PNG? No. I mean, I mean PNG gets Rashawn Johnson back. There is danger, and he's back apparently. Yeah, this he's week. back this he's week. Apparently playing this week. Breaking news by Mike Craven there. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, keep an eye out on that. And and by the way, God forbid, like. God forbid, like White House catch fire or right. Marshall or Marshall. Yeah, we I mean, talked about Marshall. I mean, that, that's a good region. It's a That'll really, fun it's to a watch really tough playoffs. region. Yeah. And so, like, as good of a week as it was for Fort Bend Marshall, like, the, there's still a lot of work ahead. Mm-hmm. They get a basically a break for the rest of the district, but a lot of work ahead. Yeah. All right, you guys got four questions in three minutes. You ready? Let's go. Boom. Lightning Richard, round. Richard Cummings says, "Which team in nine six A will put up the best challenge against Allen?" Pesh. Pesh. Plano East, but that's yeah. not. 
I don't think it'll much be much of a close. challenge. Nah, probably not. Corey Hogue, our man, our small college man, says obligatory Wichita Falls area question. What are the chances for City View to finish third or fourth in district behind Gunter or Holiday? Um, chance. The thing is, basically, you're asking how do you feel about about City View against Nakona and City View against Heritage or Henrietta rather. Um, I think both Henrietta and Nakona are down. I think they're both. I think they're both vulnerable. Yeah. Um, and I think that I don't think City View is like so far behind them that they don't have a chance. That so I would say that they've got about a you know a thirty three percent chance of making yeah, the playoffs. Puncher's chance for yeah, sure. For sure, a puncher's chance. Um, they're better. That's a program that was down for a long time. But they're City better. View usually has a couple of athletes that can that in space that can make plays, yeah. which can can create matchup problems. Max. Okay. Uh, I, I, you guys, you, when you stop that quickly, I'm never, I'm never ready. Um, Brent Holman, Graham Superfan, chances tonight against Springtown. Springtown looks good, man. Pojo, Pojo looks good. Pojo looks good. But I'm putting this on upset alert. Woo! I'm putting this on upset alert. I'm telling you, man. Springtown coming off that win over uh, Kennedale. That's a big emotional win for them. Mm-hmm. You think there's a Graham, hangover effect? A little bit of a hangover. I talked to Coach Hewlett, and he, he's, he's like, man, Graham is getting. Better, he goes. He goes. You can see the progression mm-hmm. every week for Graham. Mm-hmm. He said they are a lot better. So he's he's got some concerns about okay. this game. So All right, I'm, putting that one on upset watch. I'm so ta- what's, I'm taking the porcupines, but I think it's we still need a Pojo shirt, Coach Hewlett. Quick, yeah, we do need that. Brent's quick question with that: What is the key for Graham to win that game? Got to stop Rickett. Yes, yeah, got to stop. Got to stop Rickett. Got to not let him. Good go luck. Yeah, if he gets if he gets loose, it's game over. Yeah. But if he has a big game, then 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 Springtown's gonna roll. Final question. Sorry, folks, who are throwing them in here at the last second, but this is it, and the guy's got to go, and it's for Step. When you go to the Valley, what is the go-to restaurant? Uh, I went with Coach Strunk to uh, Port Isabel and had um, Manuel's for breakfast. Uh, is that, that that giant taco? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that is not a taco. My arm. That's a <laughs> blanket. quesadilla. Yeah. It's a blanket that is wrapped, not a wrapped around a wrapped small around child. It was uh, with eggs and sausage and bacon. You cannot call something the beans. size of a plate a taco. It was it was glorious. But uh, Manuel's is just one of the places. I'll tell you, uh, in Harlingen, I wanted to go eat lunch in Harlingen, but those two packed. Um, it's a Manny Gomez recommendation, head coach of Harlingen. Uh, La Playa so. in Harlingen. Listen, is, is the, great, the great thing about being tight with a bunch of high school football coaches is they don't lie to you about food. Mm-mm. They don't like. They're not here to like sell you a, a, a bill of goods. If something's not good, they're just gonna be like, "Don't, don't do it, don't yeah. do it." Now, Coach Gomez says La Playa and Harlingen is the pl- place to go. If you're in McAllen, go to Costa Mesa. That's my that's my go to in McAllen. You have one for Brownsville. Shh. Uh, Ultimo Taco. <laughs> Ultimo Taco. There you go. Sure. That is going to do it for us. Uh, please watch Fox Sports Southwest on uh, tonight on your television or on the Fox Sports Go app. My bosses want me to tell you that. So thank you to Matt Stepp. Thank you to Max Thompson. And thank you to Samuel DeLeon. And thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DTTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Do it, Step. Vince, come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.